Welcome everyone to another episode of the Jenna May podcast about um, building and constructions and finance as well. It's been a little while until, um, since I posted something. Um, Perth is back in lockdown for about five days at the moment. Um, so I just thought I had to reschedule a few of my first appointments um, and I thought, why not make a podcast on my first appointments so my beautiful clients can listen to them in their own time? Because also I deal with a lot of FIFO clients and then some of the clients that I actually um, never meet. Um, it's usually like sometimes over the phone or over Teams or something like that. They just don't have the time. So I thought, why not make it into a podcast Then they can listen to it whenever you can listen to it even when you're not ready to build because I do sit down with a lot of clients um, and take them through the process and also tell them what they need to work on um, to sort of like start their journey because you never know where you are in the journey of buying a home. Um, we usually say there's about a year and then there's six months and then there's sort of like ready to roll um, within that three month period. So um, people will contact me throughout those um, periods. So sometimes I can sit down with people and they've still got a year to go before they can get it all sorted, but they need to make contact with someone because they don't know what they need to do to get there. So that is why I'm making this podcast. Um, yeah, I hope everyone's enjoying their lockdown if they are in lockdown. Um, super scary at the moment because... Um, yeah, so much for COVID actually, because um, my um, family lives out in Avely and they've actually been evacuated. So I got a call at 4.15 this morning to say, we're coming to your house. So um, yeah, they've had to be evacuated. Um, I've got three dogs at my house at the moment. Um, so surviving on coffee, but yeah, it doesn't really feel like COVID at the moment because I'm more worried about their houses. So, and then there's a few friends out there as well. So that's a bit scary, especially because we were brought up in the Swan Valley. So I know like we've been evacuated a few times and yeah, there's ash fall. I'm literally watching ash fall from outside at the moment. So it's um, a very creepy, creepy day today. So um, if anyone's listening to this in six months, they'll probably like know the day that I'm talking about. All right, so let's go through the building journey. So um, everyone's gonna be at a different point in time, but it is a very, it can be a very fun process. So um, the building process is a few um, moving components as well. So that's why it can get stressful, but just making sure you guys are educated and you know what step you're up to is huge. Um, that's why I like to keep um, you guys up to date, but also make sure you know what's going on um, before you even sign up. I think that's the biggest thing. Uh, so yeah, we'll start with the start. It's hard without, um, I wasn't prepared to do a video one yet, but if the podcast is received well, um, I can do a video on. Um, it just depends if sort of, I feel like a podcast, you can listen to it on the go. Whereas if it's a video, people, we'll have to sit there and watch it, if that makes sense, if it's on YouTube. So just let me know if it would be better if you guys do want a video one as well. Um, so the first step to your um, getting into your own home is always finance. So that's why I help um, try and get people's finance on track before you even look at getting into a house and land package because if your finance doesn't line up, there's no point signing you up because you won't be able to get your house. 
So that's why some people have to work with me for a year um, just to tie everything in. And we've got a program as well, which you can sign up to and they will actually help you work with um, your finance. So we've, helping, we've helped people with um, default part nines. Um, I haven't done a black or getting blacklisted yet. Um, but yeah, mainly de defaults um, and part nines have been the biggest one. Usually they're a little bit longer than a year, just depending on um, when the defaults hit or when the part nine was set up. Um, so yeah, if you have bad finance or a credit score, we can still help you out. Just contact me and just let me know. The biggest thing is when people chat to me, but they know their credit rating might not be the best and they don't mention anything, I will find out. So it's better off being upfront and honest and instead of getting your hopes and dreams up about getting this house and land package and then something comes up in your credit history or something like that. So just be open, honest and just say, yo, Jenna, like when I was younger, I uh, racked up some debt. I wasn't able to pay it. I lost my job or something like that. Um, it'll be there in the background. I just want to work on it. And then also the chances are you may be able to sign up for something still if um, the land isn't titled and we just let the land agent know what's going on as well. So they're pretty flexible. So um, finance as well is um, some people will be earning a certain amount. So depending on how much you uh, earn will depend on how much you can borrow. So some people might need to look for a higher income. So if you're earning, um, if you're a single applicant, it could really depend um, on how much you earn. So definitely inquire. Um, if you've got, uh, if you're a couple, it's a lot easier if you're both on lower incomes to obviously um, borrow something because you've got the two incomes. Full-time um, employment is the best. That's what the banks like to see. But if you have been um, a contractor or self-employed, you need to be working for at least two years. FIFO as well, they like to see a year just because there is a little bit of a high turnover with FIFO. So banks would like to see a year. Um, if you've been like changed roles or something like that, if you um, were a police officer or something like that and you're going to become a chef, they would like to see, like obviously get through your probation periods and stuff like that as well. So each individual is going to be completely different depending on your job circumstances, um, how much you've got saved, uh, what car loans you have as well. So um, car loans, credit cards, anything like that. Guys, I highly recommend just, if you want to get into your house, avoid it. Do not get a car loan. Um, if you're going to get one, like I've seen people get a car loan out for pretty much what they earn. Um, and I'm just telling you that's going to ruin your borrowing capacity. You need, I, I guess the golden, in my experience, if you can, whatever you earn, try and if you're going to get a loan now or anything like that maybe one fourth of your income um but even that like if you've got um, a high interest rate it can still ruin your borrowing capacity so um just have a chat to me if you've got a loan and you're looking at getting a house um what where you stand and what you need to do because you might need to pay down like maybe five grand of it um also what your savings are so we do have key start so you can get in for a few grand, um, but just weighing up your options if you're sort of halfway, if you've maybe got like 15 grand and your halfway point is like, you've only need like five or 10 grand more until you um, 
can go with a bank, we can have a look at that as well. Um, what's the best option for you? How long it'll take you to save that? Um, where you're looking at buying, what your income is as well, because if your income um, is higher than you could probably borrow more and all that sort of stuff. So, um, but the biggest thing I like to work out, my golden, golden rule guys, um, is I actually don't care how much you can borrow. I want to know how much you want to pay per week. So a lot of my clients are single applicants and I am a sing single applicant myself and I know how stressful it is knowing that that mortgage is only going to come down to one income. So I want to know how much you're comfortable paying per week or month with your current income and I want to make sure you're completely comfortable with that and then I go off that. So say if you're happy to pay four to $500 um, per month um, and you're going with Keystart, this is really rough sums. Um, it, you'll probably be around the 350, 370 mark um, with your borrowing capacity. So then say you could borrow for up to 480, but you only want to pay that amount per week, then I'll be like, okay, cool. We're looking at these sort of packages. If you want, if you want to pay more, then you can look at these ones. So it's just really breaking it down to you guys so you feel comfortable and you know what you're signing up for because um, the last thing I want to do is sign you guys up to a package that you love and then you get into the house and you can't afford the repayments or you get really stressed because a lot of my clients are young as well and I've been there before. Like I've still wanted to travel and live my best life. So I think there's definitely a balance of just getting into something small, um, getting into something that you can easily knock out the repayments as well so you're a lot more comfortable so you can actually make some money and live and maybe rent out a room or something like that that is always like my go-to um i do have clients that are like nope this is my dream house um they're a little bit more established they've got um more of a deposit and everything like that um so they're like yep cool this is my dream house i've got kids um then we can sort of look at something that's a little bit um higher for their mortgage repayments um so finance very tricky one everyone's totally individual and um will have different points so just have a chat to me if you're unsure um but the biggest thing is really have a nut like have a think about how much you would pay per week or month for your mortgage and then we can go from there um some people might need to save up some more so they feel more comfortable um, with the repayments and I do recommend that as well. So the next step is land. So where do you want to live? So most people have roughly have an idea where they want to live. The biggest thing for me is like oh, um, people are renting around the city and they want to stay around the city but when they actually have a look at how much mortgage prices are going to be and how much they can actually borrow then they realize that they need to move out. So guys be aware what you pay in rent um, and around the house, like if you're around the city, is probably not gonna be equal to what you'll be paying in your mortgage and staying in that area. So just keep that in mind that you will be having to take that hit and move further out or just sit there and save. But um, it's a such a tricky one because if you sort of sit there and you save, you could be paying off someone else's mortgage when you could be paying off yourself. And then obviously if house prices increase and you've lost equity and blah, 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 blah. So you just really need to do what feels best for you. I can't give you guys that advice. That's not uh, my job. 
So if there's somewhere that you're happy to move into that's closer to the city, it could be a little bit dodgier or if you're happy to move out a little bit further um, and snag up something, land is also a big point. I always say to people as well, like where's your friends and family and what sort of lifestyle do you want to have or like what lifestyle do you currently have and what do you enjoy? Um, do you want to be close to the beach? Do you want to be close to the hills? Uh, just points like that because that's what I think as well. Like I don't want clients to move into a house that's an hour away from all their family and they hate it because that would be the worst thing ever. So some people want to be close to the shops, um, someone like dog parks, schools. Some people don't want to be close to dog parks. Some people don't want to be close to school. So really think about like location, location, location. So anything um, that is a make or break, um, God, some people, yeah, north over south, you've got close to the beach, you've got close to the hills. Just think about what you, um, like FIFO clients, you want to be close to the airport. Some clients don't care because they're only going to go there once um, every few weeks. So they're just like, yep, cool, I want to be close to the beach. Um, so just think about those things. Also, if you're going to rent it out later, you want somewhere that's um, going to be easy to rent out. Uh, yeah, just little bits and pieces like that, that I just bring up with my clients and nut down, obviously, um, just trying to, I guess, um, narrow down areas. And so that's the best thing about dealing with finance first. If we have a look at finance and we can say, Hey, you can borrow a 400 K package and I want to be near the beach. Um, so let's have a look at what we can do in Alchemos for 400 or have a look at what we can do in Golden Bay or Secret Harbor for 400. If you want to be near the hills, have a look at Byford or something like that. So um, that's just narrowing, narrowing it down. And then we've got the house. So depending on how much you can borrow and where you want to live, I always say to my clients as well, like they, you're going to have to give on one of these, the house or the land. It's going to, or you'll just have a 50, 50. So if you really want to stay close to the city, um, you're going to have to sacrifice on the house. If you want to have a huge house and a big block and your borrowing capacity is like 450 or 400, then you have going to have to move out um, further. So you're sacrificing on the land and the location. So there's always going to be one of those things that's going to be a make or break for yourself. Um, for what you get. So for myself, um, when I built, I sacrificed on the house because I wanted to be close, closer to the city. So um, whereas I know some clients are like, no, nah, like, yeah, they're like FIFO. I want a bigger house. I want a bigger yard. I just don't, don't want to be around people when I get home. So they're happy to move out to um, Bullsbrook or something like that and get that big house and land. Um, so just have a think about that. As well, so houses, um, how many rooms do you want? Do you want a theatre? Do you need a storeroom for your garage? Aircon, no aircon. Um, what sort of flooring do you want? Um, this all ties in as well um, when you deal with the, like how much you can borrow it all up and then where you want to live and then the house as well. So um, they all tie in quite well, but there's always going to be those little wish lists um, of things that you would like in your home. Um, even if it is just a straight investment, there's always going to be those little bits and pieces that you're like, yep, have to have that in there. Um, as well, if it is a straight investment, I can um, give you tips on how to deck out your house as well. So it's obviously not going to um, 
I don't know, like age as well or stuff like that. So we can always chat about that one, depending on your intentions. Now I'm going to sort of, yeah, if you're listening to the podcast, if you have any questions at this point, pause it and send me a message. Um, now I'm going to talk about the building timeline and construction. So this is the part where people get so confused because it usually takes about a year and people wonder why it takes so long. So the actual building construction process only takes about six months. But unfortunately, there's probably about six months of um, paperwork because it's not just us, like um, myself and my client, talking about a house and then it's like, okay, cool, this is what you can get, sign up for it. There's a lot more that goes to it. Um, obviously, each estate and um, suburb will have different guidelines. So we have to submit those to Shire to make sure that will get approved. Um, so I'll take you through that. So what we would do at the very start is get you to fill in a, um, what we call a finance health check form. So this is what I was talking about. We would help with uh, your finances and see how much you can borrow. Once you, we've figured out how much you can borrow, we'll set up an LOE, which is a letter of eligibility. So that just means that the bank is sort of um, had a look over what you're able to do. And it's like, okay, this is what you're able to do. Um, you're you need a letter of eligibility so you can actually sign up for land and then also um, for a house because a land agent, if they do, it's a bit, it would be very dodgy if they signed you up and took a deposit of um, just get you onto a block if you don't have any proof that you're actually able to um, fund the house. It's just a waste of their time. So finance is always first, guys. Always start with finance if you don't know where to start. Um, we've got Resolve Brokers that we work with as well. They're top 10 in Australia. So if you don't know where to start, just message me and I'll um, put you in touch with someone. Um, after we've sort of thought, um, spoken about your finance, then we'll finalise your home and land package, which is what I was just talking about before. And that's how we sort of figure out what where you'll be and what it will look like. Um, so once you've finalize that you'll pay a house deposit towards home buyers and then you also pay a land deposit so this is just locking in your house and land and then also telling home buyers look we're going to go ahead um, can you please work on the final contract so what you will sign with myself is a preliminary works contract so it's just sort of like a draft copy of what we've spoken about and like yep cool Jenna I'm happy with this I want to move forward then I hand it into home buyers and they make sure that I've done my job correctly so then they actually grab the um, preliminary works contract and they will start going through it and making sure everything's correct um, making sure I've done the right um, site work cost make sure that it's going to be approved by Shire do some soil surveys to make sure that the um, estate has um, done everything correctly. So the HIA contracts can take up to four weeks now that we are out of the, um, oh, what's it called? The grants. So the grants we were swamped. So it's taking about four weeks to get four to six weeks for your HIA contracts to be safe. Once you've got your HIA contracts, that's when you'll sign them and they are the ones that are like going forward. So once you've got these contracts, you can actually give them to your broker and you can actually go for your formal finance. Before that, they will just be lodging for a pre-approval. What a pre-approval means is just one step closer. 
once you've got your formal, you're um, pretty much in the bag for your um, loan. It's just if you lose your job or anything like that in between that and settlement, that will be the only thing that can really ruin anything. Um, once you've got your HAI contracts signed, um, they'll hand it off to your um, broker. In between this time, either your pre-start will come first or your formal finance. In between, we try and do your pre-start first just in case some people would like to increase their loan amount, but it, you can only increase your loan amount if you're actually going with a bank and you have the capacity to increase your um, loan. So your colour selections would be your pre-start. What I recommend um, for anyone that is doing a pre-start is get onto Pinterest and start um, pinning some, uh, what would you call it, um, options and themes. So when you go into pre-start, you can let the girls know, be like, look, this is roughly the stuff that I'm liking, the colours, the contrast, um, the vibe that I want to go for, and they can point you in the right direction. The first second time I built I just kind of went for what I liked and then when I put it all together I was like you know what that you know what that doesn't really go so I this this time now I've got a little um some furniture so I want to go okay this is my furniture I want that to match with my house so um I went in with my little Pinterest board I showed Joe my pre-start lady she was amazing and we just came up with a cool um concept um and she just knew where i was running with it as well so that was really cool you can go on to my page and I, there is a reel on there about the colors that i chose and obviously the house that i'm building as well so then we lodge for your building permit without your building permit we cannot build so lodge for your building permit that gets approved and then you'll have land settlement so land settlement is um when the land actually gets put in your name. So it's sort of like a legal document saying, yep, um, this land is in Jana's name. So home buyers can legally build on this block now because it is Jana's. It is not the um, developer estate. And then we are ready to start building. So if you're going with a bank and Keystart, we'll have um, two different finance options so depending on which way you're going will depend on um how your in your loan will be worked out while your house is getting built usually you only pay for what you have if you have a bank so if you've got your land you will just be paying the interest only on your land once you've got your slab it'll be the interest only on your slab and then it will work up from there and then once you've got your key handover that's when your full mortgage kicks in what I do recommend for my clients is if you are able to put in an extra hundred bucks or something like that on top of the interest, just means that you're paying down your um, loan faster. But I fully understand that some people are still renting and they also might need to buy furniture and stuff like that. So just keep that in mind for your personal um, whatever situation is. So that kind of is the building process in a nutshell. But the main thing is, if you guys come to me and we work out um, what you're happy to borrow in your total package, then it's my job to go find that for you. I can be a bit of a mum and I can definitely be like, hey guys, because I don't have an emotional attachment to this house as well, I've got an emotional attachment to you to do the right thing by you. And I think that's why um, I get a lot of referrals as well because I steer people in the right direction. Like we don't get paid um, a commission on how big your house is or anything like that. So there's 
no reason for me to upsell you on anything and like push you further back. It is literally like, okay, guys, this is what you want. This is how much you need, you want to pay. Um, this is where you'll be. Uh, if you want to go over that, that's totally up to you or no, this is just going to be an investment. I wouldn't recommend doing that or you can do that after and save money. All those little bits and bobs, I am all over. So you are welcome to pick my brain. I'm just going through this booklet to see what else. Um, then I'll also go through what our standard inclusions are. Um, and that is pretty much it and how the building process works. It's not too difficult to understand. If you want to sit down with me and I can go through it in more detail, absolutely happy to do it, love going through it. Um, but if you want to know, hey, Jana, would love to build, but I'm unsure of what I can borrow and what my finance situation is at the moment, send me a message. I've got a um, page already ready to roll. I'll send that one through and you can fill it out and then send it back with your last three pay slips and I'll be able to let you know how much you can borrow or what you need to do to increase your borrowing capacity or what you will need to do if you need to work on your credit file or anything like that. We can always have a look. Some people actually don't realize that they are able to do something then and there. And seeing as key start, you only kind of need about $3,000 to get started. So if you don't know what you need to do, just send me a message and I'll try and help you out. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, and I know that can be a, a lot for some people, but yeah. If you enjoyed, please let me know. If you want me to do a video one, please let me know because that would be hilarious as well. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoy your day and let me know if there's anything else that you want me to talk about so I can get these more to you more regularly because I have no idea at the moment what you guys want to hear, but I think this one's a very good one to start off with. All right, happy COVID everyone. Stay safe, wear your mask and I will see you guys soon.